Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. So let's read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, and I'll just read verse 17 quickly, but it's 19 and 20 that we're concentrating on. So brothers, when we were torn away from you for a short time in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you. For we wanted to come to you, especially I, um, certainly I, Paul did again and again, but Satan stopped us for what is our hope, our joy or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ when he comes? Is it not even you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. Now, I don't know about you, but um, I don't know if you've ever heard people sometimes say, good morning, Rachel, nice to see you as well. Uh, some pe- sometimes people say, you know, the church is fantastic if it wasn't for all those people. Uh, you know, I- I've kind of joked along those lines sometimes as well. Church is great. It's just, just the people that are annoying. Uh, and perhaps at the moment with COVID, uh, those introverts out there, you might be quite pleased that, hey, it's really nice to get all this time to myself. Uh, it's going to be a challenge when we have to be with people all over again. But for Paul, quite clearly, it is all about the people. He loves them. He longs for them. He cares for them. He prays for them. Uh, when he gets no news from them, he's miserable uh, I love there's a quote by a guy called uh, Chrysostom, uh, who was a church father back in the uh, fourth century. And he says this in a sermon he was preaching to his congregation. He said, there is nothing I love more than you. No, not even light itself. I would gladly have my eyes put out 10,000 times over if it were possible by this means to convert your souls. So much is your salvation dearer to me than light itself. This one thing is the burden of my prayers that I long for your advancement. But that in which I strive with all is this, that I love you, that I am wrapped up in you, that you are my all, father, mother, brethren, children. What a beautiful thing to say. I am wrapped up in you. You are my all. For him, it was all about people. For Paul, clearly, it was all about people. And it's interesting to note, isn't it, in verse 18, that when Paul um, says that he's been prevented by Satan from going to be with the church again, to visiting them again, uh, what we see there is that the accuser is opposed to Christian fellowship. He's against people getting together and having meaningful fellowship. He stopped Paul from going back because he hates Christians having fellowship with one another. He hates people, Christians getting together. And, you know, sometimes you hear something which uh, has some truth in it, which is this, that if Jesus had died just for one person, just only for you, then he still would have done it. And I get the point, and it's important. Yes, of course, you, he died for you. That's the foundation. But 
it's missing something. In a sense, it's a bit of a hypothetical statement because Jesus didn't just die for you. It tells us in Ephesians 5, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Actually, the church is what Jesus loves and died for. It's his people. And so therefore, of course, the accuser doesn't want the church to function and to be together. So next time you sort of think, oh, I don't know if I can go to this meeting. I don't know if I'm going to be able, I'm a bit tired or whatever. I don't like Zoom. Uh, or perhaps in the future when we're back meeting up in person again, you could sort of say, oh, I don't, I don't really like uh, meeting. Uh, I have to get in a car. Do you mean I have to drive? I have to go to a meeting? I, I'd much rather have a nice swift hour on Zoom. It's much more fun um, and quick and easy and so on. Um, and uh, but actually, I would say, you know, in a way, those issues are secondary. I mean, yeah, there are better ways of doing meetings. I think sometimes actually meeting on Zoom is better. I, actually, Alpha's working brilliantly on Zoom. But um, nevertheless, those issues are secondary. The primary issue is, in a way, I don't care what the method is. I just want to be with God's people. That's what's important. So uh, therefore, you know, I'm not going to let next time you sort of think, oh, I don't know if I'll bother. Well, actually think about who might be quite pleased about that, who is getting his way in stopping you from logging in or joining in with that person, with that group, with that meeting. And so what we find, of course, here with Paul is that it is as a leader that he wants to be with the people. People matter to Paul. Paul invests in people. Whatever you're doing today, whether you're working for schools, uh, whether you're working on building projects, whether whatever your job is, you are investing in people more than anything else. What we're doing is trying to invest in making lives better, investing in human beings because God loves people. And of course, especially we see here his church, we're investing also in his church. Now, the question is, we can ask in verse 19, what is our what is it? Paul asks a question, actually. He says, what is our hope? What is our joy? What is our crown? Now, you might expect Paul to say, well, obviously, it's Jesus. He's our hope. He's our joy. He's our crown. Uh, and in fact, in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, it says, I will only glory in Christ and his cross. So Paul is surely going to say here, yeah, the people, the thing I glory in is Christ, because I only glory in Christ anyway. That's the only thing I should boast in is Jesus. But he says, in fact, no, he says, I boast, I glory, I rejoice, I hope in you. And the point is this, that these people are the result of what Christ has done on the cross. So in a sense, the two are inextricably linked. You can't glory in Christ and his cross without glorying in his church. And you can't glory in the church without glorying in Christ and his cross. The church is what he has come to create. And so Paul answers it and he says, is it not even you? Who, who do I glory in? Is it not even you? Now, he's not saying there, you know, 
because there is an even in there. Uh, it's Kai, which is an even you. I'm uh, not even you. Uh, he, it, 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 you know, he's not kind of saying, well, yeah, it's even you lot. <laughs> I, I suppose if I have to put up with you, it's even you. But no, no, what he's saying is this. Look, the very people who are who have accused me uh, that I've been accused um, of not caring for people, not caring for the church in Thessalonica, the very people who my accusers say I'm not interested in, they are the very people that I am most interested in. They are my glory, my joy, my crown. They are the product of my work. They are what I've invested everything in. It's people. That's what I've put my life into, that they might be changed and transformed. And so he says that they, you are my hope. That means he's confident in them. You are my joy. That means he presently rejoices in them. And you are the glory, the crown of glory. Where, when Christ returns, you're going to be the crown, the, the Stephanus, the victor's crown, the, the, the Olympian crown. You're going to be the crown that I'm going to present to God. You're the ones that I am rejoicing in because you're a work of God. You're a miracle of God. You're a trophy of God. So I'm rejoicing in what God has done in you. Good morning, Dave Harper. Lovely to see you. I'm about to think, draw things to a close. I'm sure you've been with us. But he says, you are my crown in which I will glory. So here's the thing, folks. You, we are stuck with one another, not just in this life, but we are stuck with one another for all eternity. It, we're going to take our relationships into heaven. We're not going to take everything into heaven, but we are going to take relationships into heaven. So let's invest in the things that are going to last in forever, which is friendships, which is people. When Paul gets to heaven, he's going to see this huge crowd and some of them will be converts from uh, Peter's converts. And then there'll be his guys and he'll make a beeline for them because they're his glory, his crown, the one in whom he rejoices before God. Look at what you did in these people, God. And so I finish with that point. I want to encourage you that, uh, yeah, we're going to be with one another. So therefore, let's value one another. Let's not turn in on our shelves right now. I think it's easy for us to do that. Let's not turn in, close in on ourselves, but let's keep remembering we're here to invest in people. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you that it is people that you came for. It is your church that you died for. And uh, Lord, you are the result. Uh, we are the result of your grace and your work on the cross. May we invest in one another. Help us to love one another. Help us, Lord, to invest in others so that they may benefit and be uh, blessed of God because we want to extend your grace to those around us. So we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen.